Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives for varying skill range. I will be the older sibling of this episode leading the way. Andrew, with me, the one who always acts like a child, Keith. I have to pee. Are we there yet? <laughs> and our resident plague-infested corpse, Liz. Hey, guys. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bean. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But uh, this week, we did A Plague's Tale, Innocence, by Asobo Asobo Studios. This game is a third-person... Well, actually... When I first saw this game, I was always intrigued by this game, and anytime I saw videos of it, I was like, oh, okay, this game just looks like it's kind of like a narrative-driven story type of game, or, okay, it looks like there's maybe some stealth elements to it, maybe a little bit of puzzling to it. So I was like, okay, I think I get what this game is. And this game actually really surprised me as to what it was. Like, this game... Plague Tale actually had a lot more action in it than I thought it was going to be. So, this game actually is essentially all of those things, but a lot bigger. So, it is a third-person stealth action story-driven game where you are... Two siblings where your parents have just been murdered and you are essentially trying to run away from the Inquisition as they're trying to hunt you down and trying to capture your brother for some strange reason. So going around, starting off, whose game was this? This is my game. Oh. <laughs> you think it was yours the way that you're like, oh, yeah, I, heard I was, a lot I was very game. confused. I'm... I actually forgot whose game this was too. So Liz, this is your game. Was this a game or a pass? I'm going to give it a game. I do think that with this game, it felt a bit too handholdy for me. I'm still going to give it a game, but I think I was just kind of expecting something a little different. But yeah, it's a game. Uh, I'll take next. I think this game is a pass for me. I, I remember seeing or reading an article about it, I don't know, about a year ago, somewhere around when it came out. And it looked really interesting. And so when it came out on Game Pass, I thought it'd be pretty cool. And so I got a chance to play it here, and I wasn't overly impressed. So for me, this is a definite mm. game. I absolutely love this game. I Because unfortunately with my horrible intro kind of explaining this game, I was expecting a lot different from it. And Plague's Tale actually really kind of exceeded my expectations as to what I was expecting. I was like, all right, this is looks like it's probably just a walking simulator with maybe some stealth elements to it. And it was a lot more than that. And I had a lot of fun with this game. And I absolutely love this game story. I think this game story was really, really, really good. Uh, I don't know. Did you not care for the story at all or anything, Keith? Not particularly, no. I I do think actually the story was the best part of this game. And there were aspects of this game I really did like. But it's funny that you say it's it combined all of those things when you thought it was just going to be a walking simulator with some stealth elements. Cause honestly, I felt like it was a walking simulator with some stealth elements and that's what I thought I didn't like about it. See, I found the story intriguing, but for me, I don't think that the two main characters are, well, the older sibling I think is likable, but the younger brother is definitely spoiled. Definitely just, I, I don't know. I couldn't really get invested in his character, and I feel bad about that. Because, I mean, he also, like, I mean, he's in pain all of the game, too. Like, I felt bad for him. But overall, I I don't think they went out of their way to make him likable. 
I liked all the other characters, but it's just like that bratty kid, but it's like, there are people trying to kill you, and you're getting people killed because your sister keeps on defending you when you're running away. And I just, something rubbed me the wrong way about Hugo. I mean, I kind of agree with you, but I also understand. I Yes, these, ki- these kids are spoiled. They're kind of royalty. I think your parents are like some sort of like duke and duchess. Like you're not like queen and like prince. So you are a little bit of royalty. So your brother too, he's always been kept inside. They, the story is this, your brother's infested with some sort of disease that not a lot of people know about except for your mom. So essentially your mom and your brother are just locked in a room all day, every day, and you never really get to see them. And eventually one day, yeah, the Inquisition comes and now they also are interested in your brother and they want your brother. So it's up to you as the older sibling to basically try to take your brother and run away from the Inquisition as your family's trying to slow him down for you. I do agree. I do think the brother was a little annoying sometimes. I think the voice acting in this game was really, really, really good. There was a couple lines, though, that I thought were really cringeworthy and they're always from the brother. There was a couple lines where I'm just like, ah, that's just really kind of weird written and just... It seems out of place. Can you think of one right now? Uh, specifically, I- I'm sure it's the one you were kind of referencing. You were literally being chased by a murdering village, and you're in a place, and then all of a sudden your brother like has a hammer, and he's sitting there like banging things, and you're trying to tell him to be quiet. He's just like, I want mommy. And then you're like, mommy's dead. I hate you. And he just like runs away, and it's just like, ah, that line was just... It didn't feel right. It just, it was weird. Which, I forget which one it was, but they went into these people's home, and these people just saved their lives. And they insult it. And I'm just like, oh, I I don't know what it is about them. But with the older sister, I feel bad, because her parents didn't set her up for any of this. Yeah, they didn't tell her anything. She had no idea what's going on, and then... I hate when there's scenes where it's like, you see that the person could have lived, but it's just, they want them to die in the story. The mother could have lived. She could have, like, escaped with them. But, yeah, so she's, the daughter is completely ignorant, is taking care of this bratty kid by herself, trying to figure out things along the way, and her parents kind of treat her like, oh, this is none of your business, or, like, she wants to see her mom, but she's not getting the time of day from any of her family, except for her dad. No, I fully agree with you, Liz, though. Like, I do feel bad for this sister because, yeah, the parents just were just, didn't tell her anything. Like, even when she goes back to her house, there's still a lot of things she's like, oh, I wasn't aware of this. And it's like, man, this is really unfortunate. Like, if your parents literally just told you just slight information, she would be so well more prepared for all of this and know who to trust and who not to trust. But yeah, the the daughter definitely was just set up to fail. And luckily with the chaos of the rats coming up and attacking the citizens and the, pl- the bubonic plague kind of going on, she was like, you're like able to kind of progress to the story. Cause if it wasn't for the rats in this game, you'd be in so much more trouble. But another thing I absolutely love about this game. How far did you guys get? I, I beat this game. I don't know how far you guys got. I, know I did not. You got to like chapter eight, I think. I've... Sounds about right. That's about where I got bored with this game because sh- like you said, the voice acting, it's funny. You said it was really good. Quality-wise, it was very good, but it just never, ever fit the gameplay. It, I got taken out of this game so many times that it just felt like I was just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Just trying to find how to get past a puzzle in the game. 
and the dialogue, it would be so dramatic as your partner or you or someone's getting devoured by rats and they're screaming bloody murder and the expressions on the character's face is just dead and no one reacts. I I felt like there was a lot of reaction to like people being No, killed. not at all. They're just standing there doing nothing every time, I felt like. All right. Well, I think I kind of know what you're saying, and I, I kind of agree. Because, all right, so as a sister, the first person you kill, she's very traumatized. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. But then it's like literally like not even an hour of gameplay. You're murdering a bunch of people. You're, All the you're people. feeding people to the rats. And, and a couple times she is like horrified by it. Like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this. But at a certain point, she's kind of like, whatever, murder everyone. <laughs> well, Hugo's trying to make her feel bad about it. And he's the one that's running into the enemies. And then she's like, crap, now I got to kill another guy. <laughs> but. So, I mean, I don't know how, like, so you guys didn't get too, too far. So I guess you didn't really learn too much of some of these characters. I loved the characters in this game. And since you, I guess you didn't get too far in this game. But what this game actually reminded me a lot of was the movie Red Dawn. It's, I don't know why it kept popping in my head, but it's kind of similar where, like, another invading country comes in, kills your parents, and you're now just, like, a ragtag group of kids. You're finding a hideout, building up this hideout, and essentially going out and harassing the invading adults, killing the adults, then going back to your hideout. I don't know why. I kept getting a Red Dawn vibe from this game, which isn't a bad thing. I've never seen it, but a lot of people online were comparing this to Hellblade and Last of Us. I actually felt like this was a lot like Hellblade too. It's It's very story-driven with some combat to it, but it's not. That's not the main focal point. The combat's not the main focal point, and that's kind of how Hellblade was, which I loved Hellblade. Which I think gameplay-wise, that is the biggest hang-up that I had with this game. I mean, even when you're using, you can throw rocks and different things that you make. You use alchemy in this game. I felt like even with the slingshot that you use as a weapon, I auto aimed. There was really nothing you had to do and so for me i i wish that there was combat even a little bit i'm not saying i had to change weapons or or do anything but i just felt like killing was so easy and sneaking around is really hard for me like if if i died it's because i was like oh crap i didn't well that's exactly where i felt like this game was a walking simulator with some stealth aspect to it it was you were no real difficulty to kill the enemies that you needed to kill, and you could even kill some ones that you didn't need to. I cleared a whole field of them. I think I could have just gotten past easily, but I felt like it, and so I did. <laughs> you felt like a murderer? Yeah, so all in all, it was mostly just a lot of trial and error. There was the shortest path, and then there was a path that you could take that was longer, and you could try and collect all the things, but... Largely, it was a walking simulator with some stealth aspects, and that's where I got bored with this game. I think there's only two ways to kill an enemy, right? If they don't have a helmet, you... Well, even if they have a helmet, there's a way that you can still kill them, but you hit them in the head, or you get the rats to devour them. I don't think there's anything else, right? Uh, Eventually, you get a machine gun. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like that. Yeah, that is essentially, yeah, the only ways you kill people. Uh, well, actually, as you're getting more characters, and when you have other teammates with you, they have special abilities, 
And one of the people you meet, I don't think you, you at least didn't meet him. His name is Roderick. He was a blacksmith. He would actually go and assassinate people for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters. So there is, but it still doesn't change too much of the gameplay. One of the things that, at least when I've read about this game and then when I ended up playing it, that really bothered me was I kind of had this idea that there would be some weird dynamic between you and the brother where your actions would dictate how he did things. Whereas it was really just, if you're away from him too long, he'll start to cry. And so you can't get too far away from him. It's just more of a nuisance more than anything. I thought there was going to be, I guess, some sort of morality aspect to this game that I thought would have been really interesting. I actually thought that too. I felt like there was, it was kind of hinting at like, Oh, yeah, yeah, these people don't have helmets and you can't kill them, but it'll be more rewarding for you to just sneak by them and let them live. I was thinking the same thing, but as far as I saw, I don't think there is. I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be a series that's going to have multiple games, hence why it has like the subtext of the game that's called Innocence. Yeah, sure. So I'm assuming they're trying to continue it because at the end of the game, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it does leave room for an opening. There's still a lot of kind of unanswered questions, but as a whole, this game itself is a complete story. I felt satisfied with the story I had from this game, but there is some things where I'm like, ooh, I'd like to learn more about this or that, that I felt like they left openings for. But going to the combat, though, I do agree with you guys. I do feel like the combat was getting a bit stale, and with the stealth elements was getting a little bit stale, too. There was moments where I'm like, all right, this is getting a little tedious. But for me, what was just driving me with this game is the story because this game is also very long it's like 22 chapters i was surprised how long this I game it was only 16 because i thought i looked it up but you might be right uh, if you I'm beat it i'm not gonna sure argue with you because I, I thought i saw 16 so i think i beat the game in 12 hours i think i did more than that so i was just i was really surprised how long this game was so yeah there was moments where i'm like all right this is getting a bit stale but looking back at it, I couldn't think of any chapters or segments that I'm like, oh, if they got rid of that, I wouldn't care. Because as the story progressed, I loved learning about the characters. I loved the interactions with them. So that's at least kept me going. I thought it was kind of confusing with the stealth aspect. Because for me, there'd be like five enemies in different locations around me. And they clearly have no peripheral vision. No, Whenever I was walking, it was like, somebody must see me, right? And nobody ever, uh, well, obviously got caught sometimes, but <laughs> usually like they just like pretended I wasn't there. And so for me, I never knew if it was okay to go or not. No, that was one of my biggest complaints about this game is because the graphics are so good in it that it feels so lifelike. And then you're literally brushing your shoulder against the enemy as you walk past them and they just are stupidly just staring off in the distance like nobody exists and the stealth aspect in this game was kind of stupid to me like it just didn't make sense it was silly i was just thinking about andrew was watching me play and he was like watch out for the bottles and i'm like what are you talking about my character's going clonk 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 (laughs) she literally broke every single bottle (laughs) it was like a big pile what are you talking about? Just rams right into And then a I was wall. like, Andrew, how did they see me? I thought he was sleeping. <laughs> as far as the stealth elements go, I thought this game's stealth was actually pretty good. I've played some other games and its stealth was just all over the place. But 
I felt like it was consistent. I do agree with you guys. It is a bit unrealistic on like kind of how they're seeing you and not seeing you, but it didn't bother me too much. I never felt like I was ever cheated. I, I never felt like, okay, that guy was a mile away. I don't get how he saw me. I, I felt like it was fair. Well, it's because it felt scripted. And that's where the walking simulator aspect comes into it. It's that it felt like it, as long as you were within a close range, there was basically a set thing you had to do. And it wasn't necessarily about even, sometimes it was timing, but it wasn't even always timing. It was just, you had to find the thing. And if you didn't find it, it didn't work. That's where it was boring to me. Well, one thing I also want to ask you guys, because I am really mixed on it. What did you guys think of the crafting and the collecting aspect of the game? I thought that collecting-wise, I thought it was a perfect amount for the game. I love how everything displayed as well. You knew when there was something there that you could pick up, but it wasn't overwhelming. There's some games where there's just way too much loot or way too little. And I mean, I don't think there was like too much to craft. I mean, you're upgrading the, the sling over and over again, your pouch over and over again. So I thought the crafting was good. It was easy. But at the same time, I don't think you're really making too much that's different. So I did like the the way that you were able to pretty easily see the things that you either needed to collect, I guess, if you will, as far as the curiosities and the flowers and things like that, and also the ingredients you need to collect along the way. I immediately dislike the fact that it gives you the option of use things or you can't do this just i don't know if it felt more like a survival game which it didn't feel like then i'm fine with limited resources but because it felt like a walking simulator i hated that i had limited resources and i decided how to use them yeah but did you ever run out no but also i didn't upgrade all the items and that was really what i was going for is i just wanted to upgrade all my stuff so i was never going to use the things that said hey if you use this item or craft more of it it's going to limit your ability down the line i just said i'm not going to craft those items so for me like i said i'm mixed with it i think this game had a good amount of looting and collectibles like there wasn't too many when you look at the entire list there's a total of like 50 things you can get um, as far as like collectibles and then yeah as you're going around you're finding ingredients to upgrade some of your stuff I always like this element in a game I like having progression and stuff like that so I like the amount of like looting in the game but the other thing that I think is unfortunate is this game obviously is meant to be a more story driven game and there's a handful of scenes that are meant to be like really impactful or like sceneries that are just like really devastating and the looting aspect to me takes you out of it because it's like, oh, here's this really sad battlefield of dead bodies. And it's like, well, time to start looting corpses. I got to start finding these ingredients. I don't want to miss any of these collectibles. So it, it would kind of take me out of the story to be like, well, don't want to miss anything. But you're, you've lost everything. You're, if it was real life, you would have to loot these bodies and look for alchemy things. But it's just for collectibles. And there's no reward for the collectibles. It's just to get some side story element, not kind of. See, this is where I'm completely so, in the middle on this. Is I like the aspect of it in terms of if this were more of a survival game and there was more aspects to it of what your decisions were and how they impacted your gameplay, I think it would have been so much more fun. Because... 
I can see where, yeah, you need to get all these items and you need to collect things, especially if you're getting into all this alchemy and you need to craft all these different things. It makes sense that you'd want to stock up the items and you'd come across extra things along the way. But it just felt like it was just don't forget to explore because we built this beautiful environment. And they did. They did a very good job with the environment. But that's all it felt like. Yeah. I Like I said, I, I for the most part, I do like the crafting aspect of it. It is just, it would sometimes take you out of the story, which I was really enjoying the story. So that's why for me, it's just like, ah, I don't know if this game really needed so many collectibles. Um, I'm going to go graphics. You just said weird, kind of. I know. But I do agree, Keith. I think I loved the environments of this game. I at least enjoyed exploring these environments. So I guess with the crafting aspect too, it, it, it at least made it nice to kind of search every nook and cranny because I was really, really impressed with the graphics of this game. I told you when I was playing, there was a scene towards the beginning where the hair looked absolutely... I think it's the best hair I've seen in a video game. I thought that, I think during the cutscenes, the graphics weren't as good, but they were still really, really spectacular. The I One thing I will say is I love the cinematics of this game. I thought they were absolutely gorgeous, and even really the graphics of this game were really great. It's just there was weird things about it that I just, like I was saying, your character would be getting brutally murdered by by a sword and the little brother would just stand there and stare just lost and confused and i guess what else is he supposed I, to do he's five I don't years know. old did they actually give an age to that because that was another question yeah he's five years I old see that. i would just restart the checkpoint the first time i saw it i just started restarting the checkpoint because i didn't want to see that anymore i just <laughs> no, i've done that a couple i just times let it go through well actually side note the load times in this game are they the worst or is that just me uh just you i actually thought they were fantastic really you mean like the chapters yeah between the chapters that was about that's the only load time was between the chapters i loved if you died the the reloading the checkpoint was instantaneous i suppose yeah i but at the very least between the chapters it was awful i know that for sure yeah but i mean i give it a pass though because it's between the chapters in each chapter you're putting a good two hours or so it's not like you're going blowing through these chapters and you're really going, i felt like yeah, each chapter like was like a 35 second. minutes tops it depends on the chapter some of them got pretty long maybe i just like i said i just felt like they were pretty easy to walk through they were just pretty quick puzzles uh see after outer worlds like i i feel like i can't complain as much now i i, I didn't think that they were that bad in this yeah i i thought they were good but to go back to graphics real quick, there is also something I thought was really cute that they did. So when you pick the flowers, I thought it was really cute that the little brother would always put it behind the older sister's hair. And it was just it was just like a cute little thing. Speaking of cute, <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Oh my gosh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Keith, you got to the farm, right? Mm, I think so. Did you notice the artistic design they started to go with, particularly in the farm level? As far as... 
Liz noticed it. I noticed it. I'm curious if you noticed it. Apparently not. Giant. I want to know, why did they give the pigs the largest pair of oh, testicles? Oh, I did notice that. Yeah, that was aggressive. Like, it was, a, it was really random. It was a, The horses don't have testicles. The dog doesn't have testicles. For whatever reason, they give the pigs the largest mm-hmm. testicles. And there's this is the only scene they're in is the farm scene. And I remember like seeing some of the dead pigs. I'm like, wait, is, am I seeing that? And then there's a live pig with just like the largest pair of testicles. Nope. That was, <laughs> was, that was like, real okay. aggressive. And I did not understand that at all. <laughs> I haven't been to a farm recently. <laughs> But the last time I went, I don't remember seeing that. I mean, I'm sure they're probably accurate. I just think it's kind of weird that they would go to the extent to give pigs testicles. Like, the only time I've ever really seen a game kind of do that is Red Dead Redemption. But in that game, it kind of makes sense. They gave the horse testicles, and it makes sense because... It wasn't proportionate. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I guess. But the horses, you know, they're all over the game. They wanted to go for realism. For this game... This is the only time you see pigs. <laughs> they decided to add that in. I don't know. I just thought it was really weird. I just think it's funny because I, when Liz was exploring it, yeah, I remember you stumbled upon it and you were like, what is that? I did just always Which... go to the, the Liz thought of who are the people who sat around and went, all right, today our job is <laughs> to design pig testicles. And now I feel like we've been talking about this too long. <laughs> You can pet the horses and the dog. And the, the dog, yeah, you can pet yeah. just about any yeah, animal. Yeah, that is a nice aspect. I do like you can pet the animals. Can you pet the pigs? I no, think so. No, but you can murder them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say the only thing I didn't care for the graphics, I thought some of the foliage was a little iffy. Like, I think that's really hard in games. It is. I feel like, I can't think of one that's done it perfectly, but I think for what they did it really nice yeah i mean i think i mean going from last week's game when we talked about the long dark where there was zero foliage i liked at least that this had some and as you said it is difficult to do but that's just my only slight complaint is that some of the foliage was a little eh. but besides that i thought the character the models in the game were really good and i also love too they actually added a lot of character to the character models which there i do feel like there weren't too many enemies models well, you, I could you don't really wrong. see them i know the, the main bad guy is a guy in a helmet i know I, and i i understand that i feel like it kind of would have been a little weird to have like a bunch of i i don't i, I thought that they all looked the same to me especially when there was a time i was surrounded by six guys and they they looked identical but i mean that's just being nitpicky well if you're surrounded by six people in this game it's basically over and you're just gonna restart yeah. it i was crawling through the grass <laughs> So, and I don't know about you, Keith, but anytime they said the Inquisition, I kept thinking, ah, no one suspects the Spanish Inquisition. I'm surprised they didn't actually try to put that in. Do you not get that reference? Keith? I don't know that I do. It's a Mighty Python reference. Oh, I was gonna guess that. I, I felt like it is. Have you never? Have you never seen those memes? It's like the other Rick rolling. Whenever you think you're getting something, then all of a sudden it's the Spanish Inquisition. Um, man, Keith. You need to get with your meme culture. I mean, I'm very familiar with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, or the Quest for the Holy Grail. I don't remember the name. But that's my Monty Python. That's it. Oh, and here I thought a couple episodes you put yourself as like this big Monty Python fan. Or said that. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, apparently I just don't know you well enough. Apparently not. And I don't care to. 
So I think the graphics were amazing, but for the life of me, I cannot remember the music. I think I liked it. <laughs> I, th- I like the voice acting. See, I thought the music was great, and yeah, I think it was. It was. I don't know. At all times, it felt like it was thematic. It made sense. It wasn't over the top. I guess I don't know. I really liked it. I just and I thought the voice acting was good, but I just still stand by it. Never felt like it met at anything. Or it met the the actual reaction to the characters. Oh man, I feel like you guys are so like met about this game, and it disappoints me because to me, I felt like I, even the music I thought was so like thematic and just it was I so epic. Just said, I thought the voice acting was amazing. I think the sound effects were really good. I just like I don't remember the music that well. I I more remember like certain areas, and there I mean there are a lot of things that I remember very vividly. I I thought the the sound effects of the rats was awful. Oh my gosh, it got over the top annoyingly terrible. It was screeching. I think graphically, the, they had difficulty with the rats as well. I feel like that was probably the worst graphics in the game. They're not bad by any means. I mean, how are you going to do like that many rats? The, the rats are kind of inanimate objects that like move, that slide around. Is what they kind of yeah. look like. Yeah, so I didn't think that was great. But I agree with you about the sound as well. Yeah, it just felt like it was like an amorphous blob more than anything. And I'm even fine with that, but it just didn't ever really feel comfortable. And it kind of broke the atmosphere of what was otherwise really good graphics. And that was what bothered me so much about the way the rat wall moved, but also just the sound. I get it. Yeah, it's rat screeching. But eh, it was too much, especially if you're playing with headphones. Surprisingly for me, I, I didn't find the rats annoying. I understand a little bit where you're coming from, but I mean, they're rats. I don't know how else you could do it. I mean, it's it would be more awkward if it was dead silence. I feel like unless music in a game is something that I actually really genuinely love, I don't really remember it. So I feel like you're getting offended that I don't really remember the music. <laughs> but I mean, I remember... I'm not going to say the game. There's a certain game that I, I love the music, but 99% of the games you play, I don't remember it. I mean, I'm not offended. Like, It's not like I made this game. I just, I don't know. I'm just a little sad that you guys just, you didn't get the, the heartwarming moments and the the feelings that, that I got from this game. No. Maybe I need to play more. I don't know. I don't think you it was are. about playing more for me. It just, it never really struck me. Everything felt, I, it, it, at weird points, I guess I felt like it felt like Tomb Raider. It was these epic chase moments that were leading up to something, but in this game, it was never leading up to anything exciting. I feel like overall, everything was kind of spoiled a little bit by the gameplay. I really just, I got bored with the fighting. I, I thought that I was kind of just going through the motions. So I think that even affected the story for me a little bit. I know where you're coming from, and I, I felt that way too a bit, Liz, where it was just like... Some of the combat was getting a little stale. But, I mean, I think all overall, though, I love the package of this game. I think the story in it is just so good, and I think it was well worth the entire time going through. And another thing that is well worth your time is the achievements. If you just play this game and you just go through the story, I ended the achievement... I think I ended the game with over 500 achievement score. I mean, you get achievements every time you beat a level. Yeah. And this game, of course, does actually have a chapter select as well, so... There is, of course, an achievement to collect all the collectibles, to... All the flowers. Yeah, upgrade yourself. And then there's a couple 
in-game achievements as well, which I actually thought were actually kind of fun to do. Uh, like one of them is to play hide and go seek with your brother because there's a moment where he runs away from you and you have to try to like find him in an orchard. It actually added like this kind of random kind of gameplay element to the game. So it was kind of fun going for those achievements. So I ended up replaying it all and I think I ended the game with 15, 16 hours and I have 970 game score. There's one achievement I didn't get and I would have to play the entire game all over again to do it. And I'm like, eh. I don't feel what like is doing that it. one? It was to fully upgrade the sling. I guess I just didn't collect enough resources, and I would basically have to like replay the game to try to get the resources to do it. And it's like I don't know, I don't care for that. If you get like thirty gamer score, so unfortunately I missed that one last one. Wait, couldn't you just go back to another chapter? And I tried. Oh. Yeah, there's like not enough resources in the map to like be able to get me to the max of the sling. I upgraded everything else. It was just that one last thing. I guess I'll give you that. I, I don't know. I think I got a couple hundred. Uh, so getting into our final thoughts, Liz, since this was it's supposed to be your pick. I get to pick who goes first. Keith, do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, this game, the graphics were great. Music was fitting. It felt all right. The story was mediocre. I feel like this is everything Andrew said about Journey to the Savage Planet. It was just mediocre. And I was bored with it, though, because I just felt like it was a walking simulator with some stealth elements and honestly only because of the graphics and music 73 final score you disappoint me so much keith sure so i disagree with so much that you say i absolutely love the graphics absolutely love the music i love the voice acting i love the characters i think this game is just so well written like you know a game is well written when at the end of the game you can actually name all the characters I feel like there's a lot of games we play, and I'm like, oh, this was a lot of fun. But I can't think of the characters. I mean, even on this podcast, we're like, yeah, the dude with the blue shirt. Like, we, we can't remember some names, but I can remember all the kids' names in this game. And because I actually really liked all of them. I really enjoyed their story. I, I do agree. I think some of the gameplay elements of the combat was a little tedious. Constantly trying to craft things and look for things would kind of take me out of the story of, oh, this sad moment happened, or this tragic thing happened to a character, and then it's like, well, let's see if I can loot around. So, like, some of that stuff would kind of take me out. But overall, I, I loved, like, by the end of the story, I think this game just was just really well written. I, I also didn't like they didn't throw in a lot of typical, like, shocking moment tropes. Like, they didn't try to force a romantic relationship, or they didn't try to force, uh, like, a betrayal or something like that. It was just, I don't know, it was a good story. And it was like a nice, interesting way of a fantastical interpretation of the bubonic plague. So for me, I'm giving this game a 93. I had a lot of fun with it. See, I feel like you're almost shaming me. <laughs> I feel like I have to give it a higher score. This is why I, I told you to go first. So for me, I think I'm going to give it an 80. The main reason why I docked so many points is that I really just wanted to see progression. Like if I'm killing people and... I'm upgrading things like I want to get better and you can see that and so for me I definitely just uh, I gotta knock that much points off for play because it affects the whole experience and I just I wanted more from that I think that's really like the main place that things are lacking in this game so I'm gonna give an 80 but I don't know if that's just me also just not really liking stealth games that much I think that kind of has something to do yeah, with yeah you're kind of learning more of like what games you don't like you don't like survival you don't like stealth I don't mind stealth in a game, but this is, like, all stealth, and I actually wasn't expecting that from this game. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an 80, but, I mean, I think it deserves a little bit higher. 
is a personal 80. But looking at Metacritic, uh, 83 and 8.4, there was one critic who gave it a 70 and said that it is too linear and limited. There is little room for exploration, and he also mentioned there's no challenging puzzles. But something that I thought was interesting looking at Metacritic is that critics and users, they all complained about different things. Usually when there's a game on Metacritic, people are complaining about the same things. I felt like this game, everyone was critiquing little small things, but then everyone was praising the story. So I thought that was really interesting. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I am Andrew. I've been your hardcore gamer host. Uh, you can follow me at Xbox Live at Firebird01952. If you want to write us an email and recommend a game or just come by and say hi, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. We're also on YouTube at Game Pass Grab Bag. We are also on Twitter at GPGBpod. I just need to put a list of things instead of just rattling them off every week. I'm sure you guys are getting annoyed about hearing it all the time. But yeah, that's it. Keith. Bye. All right, Liz. And I'm Liz Anoop, Gamertag Common Game. I'm on Twitter at Liz Anoop. Noop is EW. And I apologize if you can hear the uh, the baby this episode. She doesn't want to don't apologize. <laughs> All right. She's her truth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's probably a quicker episode for us. Thank you all so much for uh, coming in and seeing us this week. And we hope to see you again next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, I was making kissing noises to her. Not to people. <laughs>